everyone. Welcome again to another episode of the Happy Cat Franchise Podcast. I'm joined as I am every week with Jackie and Leanne, our franchisees in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. We come to you each and every week with an update as to the progress uh, on their venture and do this so that anyone listening, whether entrepreneur, aspiring entrepreneur, aspiring franchisee, or aspiring happy cat franchisee, can get an in-depth look and uh, play-by-play of what exactly transpires. Thank you both for joining, and let's just jump right into it. How are things going with with Keith? It seems like he's been a little quiet. Should, shouldn't we be getting a... I think he's at waiting the moment, for us. He's waiting for us. He's waiting for oh. an updated floor plan and information on the HVAC. Okay. Right. I think that's it. Um, I mean, when we were there... Friday with the architect, um, people were working, tearing the rest of the stuff down. Um, the bathroom has been, I guess, uh, framed in and they were taking trash out. Yep. Um, you know, removing the last of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the place looked awesome, but it was, um, I think the only thing that was left for them to do at that paint. point was uh, put the walls up on the bathroom because it was just, yeah. the, just the frame itself. Yeah, walls up on the bathroom and paint the yep. other outer, outer walls, I guess. But they had the shelf up there where the hot water heater is going to go. The baby hot water heater was still up there. Yeah, but I think it's been reinforced to hold a bigger hot water heater. So I, I think if that comes up again, or maybe we, if, if, if we're going to get into, you know, negotiating the, uh, uh, the, the lease with him, we want to we want to get you want to get as big a water heater as you can I, we've cited 50 55 gallons if you can get 60 or 70 even better mm-hmm. ideally it should be like what the specs call for in the uh look and feel book or uh hot water on demand system mm-hmm. because as long as there's a tank i mean if you're using hot water if you run out you got to wait for that thing to, you know, to fill back up. Now, obviously, if we're talking 60, 70 gallon, you have to be using a lot of water before that happens. But I just keep thinking about the market and and how I think how ridiculously busy you're, you're going to be. I mean, you're going to, I don't know. I don't want to get ahead, but you know what I mean? It's, it's going to yeah. suck if you have a 50 gallon and you get six months in and you're cranking cats out and you're doing laundry every day. And now you have, you know, you're hitting cold water three quarters of the way through. It's not the end of the world. We can add a second water heater. It's just then that work has to be, you know, has to be done at, you know, at, at that point. I mean, we're on our third water heater in in Windsor. So I'm just speaking from experience (laughs) as we keep growing the business. How big is your hot water heater? We went from a 40 to a 50. And it did make a pretty big difference for a while, but then the grooming just continued growing. And then we went to the heat on demand. That was a big difference. You know, as long as we're not using, it's like five and a half gallons per minute. So if we were to use more than five and a half gallons in one minute, we would experience a reduction in temperature. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's in a minute, that's pretty pretty hard to do. You'd have to have a bathtub going, a washing machine, two sinks, the grooming sink, like all of that to get, you know, just doing your laundry and grooming a cat or two, you're not going to fill a five gallon bucket in a minute, you know? Right. Yeah. 
so just before you know you get there if, if we can eke another 10 gallons and he didn't want and remember he didn't want the on demand i mentioned it twice yeah and he was like no we don't want to do that we don't want to do that mm-hmm. we didn't go so far as to say well that's the requirement it needs to be that or you know it's not going to work and that's okay uh, but if he's going to insist that it's got to be a tank let's just try to get as big a tank as we can that's all okay i think the loan that we had working on on my end potentially tentatively been approved they needed a couple more things but should have closing by the 20th from what i understand so looks like that that may be happening so right um, if that happens that'll be better did he ever reach out to you yeah no he never reached i never unless it went to spam i never i never got an email yeah that's so funny (laughs) yeah and i haven't heard back from eric um, I reached you got out to him. From Luann. I did. Luann keeps emailing me asking if we want to set up a time to chat. And I'm like, not really, because you keep saying you can't help me. I emailed Eric. It was either Wednesday or Thursday of last week saying, or maybe it was just month. Maybe I no, because Monday I sent him the information. So it was Wednesday or Thursday of last week. I shot him an email and just said, Hey, did, did you get anything I sent you? Cause I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he responded back and said, yeah, I got everything. You'll hear from me probably on Monday. Um, but I still haven't heard anything. So I'll follow up again with him today and, um, just see if there's been any movement at all. Okay. And I haven't got results back on my tests yet. So still waiting on that. They're probably still laughing about the main coon answer. I think that I don't, I think that either Danelle or Lynn grade them themselves. Like, I think they're the only two that, that go through. So yeah, know, it's probably just. Lynn had a, a new like, live thing going on Facebook and I was like, stop doing live things and grade my damn test. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a little over a week. So I figure I'll give them till this Friday. And if I haven't heard anything by this Friday, I'll reach out and be like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you that? never know. It could have gotten lost somewhere in the mail and transition. Yeah. So it'd yeah. be good to reach out. Yeah. Uh, I know Hillary had to wait like two months for her certification. She, she took the test. She passed the tests, uh, you know, at least as far as, as, cause she did her testing with Gracie, but she still had to wait. It was like two or three months. Cause Danelle was on, uh, <laughs> was on some like, global adventure somewhere she was she was like traveling the world she she was just then she had I think she had even sent out a a message on Facebook like you know hey even when I travel I'm always tied in but I am I am off the grid do not buy I am going away for two months I have had too much you know she's just she just hit a breaking point in her life and business and everything else she's like I'm out of here she's gone for two months and Hillary's Cause she's the only one that can sign off on the, on the final, you know, certification. So she's like, I guess I'll be certified when Danelle gets back. <laughs> I know Danelle always, I mean, she blows my mind. I, this woman has like three or four businesses she runs. She's always traveling. She's her Instagram is full of like crazy photos and her entire family. I'm like, where does she get extra hours in every day? Why? How is this possible? She, yeah, she's a, She's a go-getter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, yeah. And she's got that. She's a, I think she's just a very systematic minded person. So I think a lot of the stuff it's been built and it's, 
it's it's systemized now so she doesn't have to devote as much time to it you know the tests are online and through proctors and you know it's all in the database so the answers are nobody has to i'm sure when they're grading it's it's probably not even going through to check each answer because it's well it's on paper i had to oh, do it paper paper? Uh -huh. oh, oh okay well then there goes that well she has people to do that for her so <laughs> Well, Lynn yeah. sent my test. Lynn had reached out and said, I spoke to your proctor. You're all set. She has the test. You're good to go. Okay. So I, I took the test. The proctor said she would get them back to them. And I would assume I took it on a Friday. So even if she didn't send them until Monday, um, I still, still was Yep. Anything out there that you're looking for, struggling with, like resources? I don't know what you've gotten through as far as you know, manuals, the field book, you know, financials. I know you got the worksheet, you know, just anything. No, not really. Um, I've been going through the manuals and earmarking the rooms that I want to do. Jeff, you haven't looked at it yet. And yeah, uh, they're all Australian rooms. Can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many? 18 of them? Got it. Okay. It's a <laughs> lot of boomerangs. We got this. Fine. It's fine. Um, I did double check the uh, APEX site to the city of Alexandria today about our special use permit. So it's still pending review, but we've got a lot of the reviews back. So uh, code administration came back and basically said that we would need a building permit and you know a site visit, but that's not gonna happen until we get, until we stop building. Right. Um, Pretty much everyone else, the only people that we're waiting on right now is the health department and police um, to finish their review. Everyone else is complete and there's doesn't seem to be any hiccups yet. There's only one zoning is approved. Yeah, these all say review complete. Oh, it just doesn't say approved. Right. Stormwater management is not required. Okay. Have you heard anything about sprinklers, requirement for sprinklers? No. Keep your ears open, but don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't bring it up. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, that's very common with, you know, renovations. And, and I don't know. It's, it's different county to county, town to town. What, you know, age of the building. And, well, and that, that building has been there for a while with other things in there. And if they haven't required it for everybody, then I don't think they would require it for us. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know, like in, I think it was Philadelphia, I believe there was just a, a citywide sort of effort or mandate to just upgrade, you know, all of the buildings. So anytime that there, anything was essentially being changed, you know, they were mandating outfitting for sprinklers and people would push back and, you know, there would be variances and, and, and such to, to try to not have to do that, but it would get bogged down in debate you know and it's a huge expense i mean it's 50 60 100 grand depending on you know how big the the space is so hopefully it's just grandfathered in as is but you know they even tried to tried it up here with us i mean they brought not as hardcore but they brought it up and they said you know are you going to be doing sprinklers and and i said you know not unless you you make me right <laughs> and it was we had a little bit of back and forth and they were they were trying to urge and recommend and encourage, but they appear they didn't 
have you know the swagger to to make it a mandate. They didn't have the the laws in place to make it a mandate. And some of the bigger cities they do. So it's fine. I was really just curious, but that if that comes up, it's going to potentially be an issue. So cost wise, you know. Right. I mean, some of the buildings we looked at had sprinklers, and I think if they already had them, we had to make sure that we had them right. Right. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the interview? You got that interview uh, opportunity? Yeah, I was going to um, reach out to him this afternoon. Yeah, um, yeah it's just the, uh, one of the local newspapers in Alexandria. I don't know if it's just online only. I mean, not that it matters. It's good either way. They don't, they're not asking for any fee or anything like that, correct? Oh, I don't think so. Nope, this is it. Hi, Leanne. My name is James Cullum. I'm a reporter with Alexandria Now. That's A-L-X-Now.com. I just saw your special use permit application for the Hacky Cat Hotel. I think it looks pretty cool, and I'd love to talk with you about it. Give me a shot. I'm a Thank you. Yeah. Well, his number's on the podcast now. <laughs> Everybody calls. Everybody. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, uh, no, that's good stuff. I mean, that's, that's what you want, you know, local, especially when we, uh, when we open Windsor, we have, we have a couple of papers, papers up here. Of course, that was six years ago. I don't even know if they're around anymore, but <laughs> the Inquirer, the, the Hartford Current, that's the big like state paper and uh, a couple of like local magazines. And if they don't reach out, you can, you know, feel free to reach out to them it is a unique concept that a lot i mean they're always looking for content right different content so wow this is you know coming to our town yeah i'll do a piece on that that would be great and as far as you know images and things like that to to fill it out if he's doing this now obviously you don't have rooms to show or but we have all of our stock photos of of previous facilities that we can right. you know use because there's going to be the same you know, same general thing, just to get the idea across to people and feel free to refer him to, to our website, just to show him like, this is what we're, what we're doing. Right. And like I said, in the email, it's, it's all you. I mean, it's, that's the power of of the franchise relationship is, you know, you're at that local level generating, uh, you know, attention with, with boots on the ground, like super powerful stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and you said that I had to wear the catnip outfit, which is great, but Jackie and I have already discussed it and she's going to be wearing it. So that is not true. <laughs> that, is not what... <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> the, so does the, the catnip outfit come it, with the franchise? It comes with the franchise. Yes. So you'll be sending that along. Every, everyone gets a catnip. Yes. Okay. Perfect. I'll send you Jackie's sizing. If we don't send it out to the franchisees, then it ends up being me in the costume traveling to each location. And I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, the groomer can't be running around in a cat costume. I mean, yeah, for grand opening, you can. No, I want to talk to people about grooming. Mm-hmm. The catnip costume and the, uh, the leotard. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Oh, with the interview. So the, yeah, the only thing we would ask is just mention of the of the concept of the franchise yeah that you know and the reasons you know that you want to want to do it as as described in that message i sent so that's it just in case there's somebody else who's reading and even if they're in alexandria they might have a sibling who's in dallas you know i just read this just like what happened with you Uh, you know you're reading a magazine and your mom pointed it out and there you go so yep absolutely only five years later but (laughs) 
Well, so my the the call that I was just on before we we hopped on here was uh, was a was a franchise marketing roundtable basically, and just discussing different strategies for generating leads and traction and getting you know in front of people and so on. And one of the things that came up was especially now with COVID, sort of on the backside of COVID, you know, reaching out to those leads that had come in and kind of disappeared for a while. And, and at this point, most of that has to do with COVID and the uncertainty. And maybe they reached out in January and February and then things happened. And understandably, people get cold feet and, oh, this isn't time to be changing our life and all that. But uh, there's still people out there who just because they're, they're not front and center doesn't mean that they're not interested. You know, like go reach out to those old contacts and and see, maybe life has changed for them and they're ready to, to, to get back to, to talking. And I said, yeah, that's where Leanna Jackie, you know, came from, not because of COVID, but just yeah. life happened, right? They reached out in late 2018, early 2019, whatever it was. And, you know, a year went by and then that, that email popped up again. And I, Everything happens for a reason. It does. So I, uh, the last thing I think I just want to touch on is actually getting more input from you so we have another candidate up here in, in New England, in the northern part, up in New Hampshire. And they, I think, similar financial circumstances as you, you know, really good credit score, money in the bank, like all, a lot of equity in the house, very similar. Of course, struggling with lending just because everybody is at this point, it, it would seem, but owns a business too. And when we reach out to do this kind of, of thing, like what we're doing with you, kind of connect regularly, even if it's not weekly on a recorded Zoom call for a podcast, but you know, just, just keeping each other's front of mind and all of that, something's always gotten in the way, right? There's just, you can't really connect. And so I wanted to ask, you know, what kept you motivated while going through all of this? Not only do you, do you both have full-time jobs, and you're you know, trying to get lending and trying to do all the same things that, that these people are doing. I think for us, like you said, we had reached out a year prior, everything kind of fell by the wayside. Then we reached out again. When we reached out the second time, we were definitely at a different place in our lives where we were, look, we were definitely interested in doing something different. And Happy Cat ticked all the boxes for us. And then when we started talking to you, and we started developing a relationship with you and, you know, realizing that your parents were just as crazy as our parents. And so like, you know, we had a lot of similar senses of humor and stuff like that. It, everything just clicked for us. So it wasn't a matter of, oh, we've got another phone call this week or we have to do this. It was like, we have another phone call this week, like Tuesday's our day, every single Tuesday. That's the day that we set this time aside and we get all this stuff done. Like it was just something that we were absolutely invested in doing and excited about. And I think that carried us all the way through, even when we were struggling with just having nothing, you know, there was nothing, nothing changed week by week. There was no real estate for us to look at. You know, sometimes it felt like Judy and Bobby had kind of had it up to here with us because we were like, well, this one isn't going to work because of X, Y, and Z. But we were still just, I think, it just didn't matter. We knew at the end of the day that this was the right fit for us. We were going to be happy cat hotel. Owners. Time, yeah. 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 
I mean, we want this change. We want to, we want our own business. We want to do this. So mm -hmm. um, it was just a commitment that we made willingly and happily. I mean, I think for us, that's why it fits so well with you two be, being the, our, our first franchisees is that not just your background, your experience in the industry, uh, your, you know, your business acumen, you know, all, all, checking all of those boxes, but not getting discouraged and not getting exhausted by the, the slow process and, and all of those types of things. You know, they say like time kills all deals, right? The longer that something goes on, people, you get tired of, you know, we've been really doing this for a while. Is this really going to work out? Is this going to is this turn into what we thought? Is this going to pay off? You know, all that type of stuff. And you just push through all of that. Um, so that there were times we questioned, I mean, we were worried. It's like, are we going to be able to get the money? Are we going to be able to find a place we can afford? Mm -hmm. It's never going to happen because it has been over a year now. We've been mm -hmm. trying, but it's getting closer now and we feel it. We know it's getting closer. So we're not not discouraged, not, not discouraged and not giving up. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, we can't give up. <laughs> well, no, no, now you're in. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think, like I said, at the end of the day, we, we always knew from the beginning it was going to happen. It was just a matter of when and how, not if it just, everything fit for us. So we were, we were going to find the money no matter what that was always going to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if we had to sell Franklin, <laughs> we got 42 more dollars <laughs> just kidding buddy i'm just kidding just kidding yeah we were just we were gonna make it happen yeah yeah i'm just trying to find some nuggets of insight with just the motivation and what you know what's keeping you going and kept you going through that process and, and people come in at different levels of interest some people are just you know hey well send me a pamphlet maybe that's something i'll think of someday and other people are, you know, send the FDD. Uh, I'm very familiar with franchising and, uh, you know, I just want to see uh, the guts of the, of the arrangement are. And there's everybody in between We're trying to identify, keep them motivated. But at the same time, if we're the ones that are trying to motivate them and they're not self-motivated, then it's not going to work out that way either, you know? Right. And it's not going to work out in the long run either. I mean, right. being your own boss, requires an incredible level of self-motivation because no one else is going to be tapping on your window saying, Hey, you need to get X, Y, and Z done today. You have to get that done yourself. Right. And I think that's probably also the benefit too. I mean, Jackie and I are so different when it comes to the way that we do run our business and the fact that we've managed to walk into this really cool franchise that we're going to kind of split down the middle. You know, she's going to take the grooming side of things. I'm going to take the operation side of things and we'll work together on everything else. That's definitely helped as well. And, and we balance each other out in the way that we keep ourselves motivated. I mean, there's definitely times where Jackie's like, this is never going to happen. I'm like, it's going to happen. And then there's times where I'm like, this is never going to happen. And she's like, it's going to happen. <laughs> so that helps. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. You got stuff going on today. You got emails and do you want to try to squeeze in 30 minutes of training or do you want to maybe set a different, different day? I know I have two more calls to go, so I couldn't give too much in terms of time, but it's, you know, we could do 30 minutes if you wanted to. Um, I mean, if you've got any time on Friday afternoon, we can do it on Friday. I've got my second COVID shot in the morning and I have a doctor's appointment in the morning, but yeah, after, pretty much after like one, no, maybe two. I yeah. just don't know how long it's going to take to get that second shot. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I had my shot the other day at the place she has to go. The line was, I had a three o'clock appointment. There mm -hmm. must have been a thousand people in line. It went around the building, all the way down to the end of the parking lot and looped around back, all the <laughs> way back around to the front of the building again. When I got out of my car, I'm like, where do I go for shots? And they're like, right here. Like, <laughs> I looked around, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Did it you, moved fairly quick, it took me an hour. Did you hand out uh, cards? Cause all those people are going on vacation. Right, I know. <laughs> I don't they're, getting, they're getting their shots and the next stop is the travel agent on the way out of town. Right. Here, got yeah. a cat. Got in a Alexandria cat. too, which would have been ideal. <laughs> yeah, I need, we need cards. <laughs> yeah, we can get those whipped up quickly or we'll give you the prints for them and everything else, the, yeah. you know, all the, all the branding, but um, we just need the address. That's right. right. All right. I guess that's good. Good update. Hopefully um, I got an email from Megan or, you got an email from Megan. I was on that. So eyes open for uh, a new way out. That, especially if um, we can maybe squeeze out one more room. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Or two more rooms. 20 mm -hmm. rooms would be ideal. Right. Never that know. Would, that would make me happy. Happier. <laughs> There's a, a balance too with the spa. I yeah. mean, we, we started, we've lost three rooms over the course of, of four years because of the grooming. You know, yeah. <laughs> we just... But the grooming in those instances, what we're doing in grooming is making more than a single room. So boom, you know, there, there it goes. Um, so there's, there's that part. You're going to need a second groomer in there at some point, possibly a third groomer, or, you know, or we're talking about a second location or, you know, moving into one of the other units, but, but you're going to need that, that space. Yeah. You don't want to be on top of each other in a grooming salon. Right now. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you go. Thank you for jumping on and keep in touch. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Have See a good week. Okay. See Bye. You. Bye.